Alrighty guys, what is going on? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you're doing amazing. Um, very quick update on my passport. There's no update. Uh, I had to move my trip back to the last week of November, which, you know, is what it is. I mean, given all the things that have happened in this year, obviously this is the, you know, this is a good problem to have. But I truly just don't understand how it's been like five months and I don't have my passport. Like, I, I just... It, I know they stopped processing them. I know, like, all these things. But it's beyond my wildest imagination how I still don't even have an update. Like, not even like, oh, it'll be here in four weeks. Like, I have nothing. So, basically, my plan is <clears throat> talk to a very friendly guy on the phone named Chris who works in the passport agency. And he basically said, listen, man, like, call three times a week every week until you get it. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's what I'm going to do. So, I called yesterday. I'll be calling today and Friday just to, you know check on the status because they tell me they're like oh well you know we don't have an update yet but if you keep calling back like you know maybe we'll have one i'm like you do realize like i am going to keep calling back right like you you realize that's going to happen like oh yeah that's that's why we're here everything sounds great i'm like okay (laughs) like we're gonna become best friends i'm gonna be your number one caller here pretty soon not only that i need mine but my dad also needs his so i'm like now calling for his and they're like oh well you know we can't let you know about his because you know it's not the the same person i'm like listen like i'm gonna call three times a week so you might as well just update me on his as well so this whole situation should just be fun so you know we'll see about that but uh but yeah so if you have any uh any mob ties in the uh, passport agency world feel free to please hook a brother up here I'm desperate. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much the update there. But uh, so beyond that, um, today's podcast is going to be covering refeed days, cheat days, whatever you want to call it. And I get this question so much, and I never really understood. I don't, still don't understand why. Like I don't. I guess I think it's because people see people on like TikTok or Instagram that do quote unquote refeed days because they're like shredded and like you're like oh you know this is my refeed day. I, I think that's why I don't ever really see a normal average human being posting about their refeed day. But like, I guess if you're following sub 5% bodybuilders or physique competitors, then you may be learning about refeed and cheat days. But um, either way, let's cover, I, I mean, first and foremost, I want to cover the, the purpose, the benefits, the, the reasoning of cheat days. And it's something that's very, very misunderstood. Again, especially with today's day and age with social media, you see somebody who's you know five percent body fat on their Instagram page who's like, "Oh, yeah, having my refeed day this week." Like that person is a lot different than you, <laughs> and, and that kind of brings me into my first, my first kind of thing about refeed. I just nailed my microphone. Sorry if you heard that. Um, my first kind of point about refeed days, cheat days is. The, the biggest benefit of a refeed day or a cheat day is to mentally give yourself a break from the diet. That is that is by far the biggest and I would – I don't know. I'm not going to say only purpose but that, that's the biggest purpose of a refeed day is to mentally give yourself a break from the diet because dieting takes up a lot of your mental energy, like a lot, a lot, a lot of your mental energy. It takes time and energy – to weigh your food out. It takes time and energy to think about what you're going to eat. It takes time and energy to make sure you have enough calories and you hit your calories for the day. It makes sure, or it, it takes a lot of time to make sure that you're doing your workouts. It, it just takes overall a ton of mental energy. And that's why like some people really struggle with like being consistent or saying like no to certain foods or, or whatever it is. Like 
dieting is is mentally taxing on you. It's not just it's physically taxing because you're you're putting your body in a stress, but mentally it's like you only have so much energy throughout the day. Like you only have so much mental energy that you can deal with and between having a job, between having kids, between having the diet, between having to do your workouts, between having to clean the house, between having to do all these things. That's a lot of mental energy that you are expending upon your diet. And that's why when people have really really trouble sticking to something, my first inclination is stop being so restrictive on your diet and don't go so low calories. But also, too, like, yeah, maybe you've been dieting for too fucking long. And the, the, people don't want to hear that because you think that if you haven't hit your goal, you shouldn't be done dieting yet or you shouldn't take a break from dieting. And, like, that whole more is better is not always better. It's it's not always right because the more you try to push yourself into sticking to your diet but then you – keep pushing towards I'm not being consistent and you play this back and forth game of no I should be dieting but you really can't be dieting because your 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 mental energy is expended and you, and you're tired and you don't feel like dieting anymore like this back and forth game it's like two it's like two wildebeests going at each other head to head like it's not going to end well it's just like you're you're just you're, you're mashing heads and conflicting thing you you're thinking one thing but you're acting in a different way. And that's because you're, you're literally just mentally exhausted from the diet. And that's okay. Like nobody should be dieting 365 days a year. Like that's probably not your smartest idea. And again, nobody nobody really has to do that to see your goals. I mean, even even those same 5% body, body fat bodybuilders or physique competitors, they're not 5% body fat all year round. I guarantee you they're not. They, they do that for their competition. They do it for every once and then. And then they go back to being a quote unquote normal human being. So First and foremost, that's the real purpose of a refeed or a cheat day is to mentally give yourself a break from the diet because you don't, you know, if if you have a a higher calorie day or if you have a day where you may not track calories, that's a time where you can, you know, not have to count calories so meticulously, not have to account for every single calorie you take into place. You know, you can enjoy different foods. You may be able to to enjoy restaurant foods or you may be be able to enjoy different, different foods or foods you may not have or just... Again, the whole the whole idea is you're not meticulously, aggressively dieting. You can just give yourself mentally a break. And for some people, that's very beneficial. Like I've seen people do, you know, like six days on a diet, for example, and then one day refeed. Six days on a diet, one day refeed. It's like that one day they're not like splurging and going crazy because if you do that, then, you know, you'll just go out of your calorie deficit and you won't lose weight. But it's a higher calorie day where you can, you know, have some different foods, you can do different things, and you can still lose weight because you're giving yourself that kind of like balance. Everyone talks about like a work-life balance, but for some reason, when you go into this dieting space, there's there's no diet life balance. You're just like, oh nope, I have to eat a thousand calories or I'm not gonna lose weight all the time until I reach my goal. And that's the reason you're never gonna reach your goal is because you're trying to do that nonstop for a year straight. So that's that's the biggest benefit is mentally recharging. As far as like a physi- physiological benefit. All of the literature out there that's the most recent literature, there's not much benefit to taking a refeed or a cheat day. And, and I, this is the question I get all the time. It's like, oh, well, my weight loss has stalled. Should I take a refeed day? I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like that, that doesn't even – one plus one is not equal two there. Like that doesn't make sense. First of all, your weight's not stalled. You, you're just not being patient enough. Like I had somebody eat or um, message me on Instagram and was like, Hey, my weight my weight loss is stalled. What should I do? I'm like, cool. How long has it been? They're like five days, no weight drop. I'm like, the fuck are you? God, and it's, it's not anyone's fault. It may be, but you probably just don't know. But 
if your weight has not stalled for over six weeks and you're being 90% consistent at least, then you're not in a weight loss plateau. But um, no, so as far as like physiological benefits, people think that if they have a refeed day, they're going to like reboost your metabolism or like do these things. And like, again, all the latest literature I've read, that's just simply not the case. Like you're not going to have these drastic metabolic effects where you can boost your metabolism from having a refeed day. People... And, and I used to honestly be, be one of them. I was never a huge a huge guy on refeeds, but um, th- there has been some some literature in the past that have said like, oh yeah, you know, you can boost your metabolism back up. You know, you can reverse the metabolic adaptation from the dieting, all these kind of things. But again, the the latest literature out there is like it's not that big of a deal. Like you're not going to get that much of a difference from eating in a refeed day for one, two, three days. It's just it's just not going to happen. So again, the from a physiological standpoint, there's really not much benefit. Like you're not going to reboost your metabolism because you have a refeed day. If you're if you're four percent body fat and you've been doing under you know twelve hundred calories for the past six days, like maybe maybe. But like if you're not under four percent body fat, <laughs> there's not much to do. Like there, there there's not much to be done with your metabolism because your metabolism is fine. I promise you. Like. People think that, oh my God, my metabolism is slowing down so much. Like, no, you're probably just either A, moving less, you're not getting as you're not getting as many steps, you're not exercising as much, or B, you're probably eating more than you think. And it's probably a combination of both, but mainly the the probably you're eating more than you think. Um, that's always the uh the, the go-to there. But so yeah, as as far as benefits, it's it's first and foremost, you just give yourself you mentally give yourself a break from the diet, which is by far the biggest one because that will lead you to be more consistent with the diet. I, I spoke earlier about like, you know, you're, you're thinking one thing. You're like, no, I have to be in a diet. I have to be in a diet until I hit my goal weight or whatever I want to look like. Like I have to be in a diet. But then your actions are doing something differently because you can't stick to that diet for 9, 12 months straight. Like you're going to lose your mind. You're going to go insane. And that's where your mind wants your, – your mind's doing one thing. You're like, no, 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 I have to do this. But then you can't actually follow through with it because you can't be in a diet for 9 months straight. I mean it's just – it's hard. It's hard as shit. Like it's hard as shit to be in a diet for nine months straight, like a true diet, like not like having, you know, going off track or whatever it is. Like that's very difficult. Most people cannot do that, myself included. I'd probably – that would suck. So giving yourself these kind of periods and times where like, okay, like, you know, I've been on a diet for four weeks. I've lost five pounds. Like, you know, I'm starting to feel like, you know, I'm going back and forth. My, my consistency is kind of dwindling. Like, okay, cool. Let me give myself two days of just kind of like having a break, having a little diet break, and then get right back into it. And that's the thing. You have to get right, right back into it. But normally for those kind of people, if you give yourself a two-day break or whatever it is, normally you will be able to kind of give yourself a break, jump right back in, and then be good to go. And that way your your adherence and your consistency is going to improve. And that's the biggest part of a diet break or a refeed day or a cheat day, whatever it is, is your consistency will improve long-term because you're doing these quote-unquote refeed days. Like, and again, the biggest part about a diet is if you're 90% consistent or not. Like, that is by far, that, that that's the whole point of you seeing progress in your in your diet is if you're being at least 90% consistent. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to see progress. So if you're if you've been dieting for so long where you're starting to dwindle around that like 60 to 70% consistency range, yeah, maybe you should give yourself 2 days of just kind of like having higher higher calories, like not feeling guilty, it's worked into the plan. That's one big thing too is instead of like people feeling like they messed up, 
like if you have a, a, a vacation coming up or if you have an example coming up where like, you know, you, you know, you're probably going to overeat in your calories. Cool. Work it into your plan. It's totally fine. Like you can have more calories on top of that same note, it's kind of a side rant, but you can work more calories into your, into your weekly deficit and still lose weight. But like, that's different. Like you could do, you know, if you're doing 1700 calories, you could do 1500 throughout the week and then on Sunday, but then Saturday you have, you know, 2100, whatever it is. And then you can have more calories that day, but still be in your weekly deficit. And like some people may consider that a refeed day or a cheat day or whatever it is, but you're still technically in your weekly deficit. So as long as you're in your weekly deficit, you will lose weight. But I don't even know where I got going on that. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of the, uh, you know, the the benefit of having a, a, a refeed day is to, so you can increase long-term adherence and sustainability because that is by far the most important part of your diet. So that's kind of the benefits. Um, and then, again, being able to have food or have higher calories or have whatever but have it still be, quote-unquote, in your plan. Like that is – that's one of my, my favorite things is you can still do these things but not feel guilty because you go into it saying, okay, I know I'm going to have higher calories. Like it's not a bad thing. I've worked it into my plan. I've discussed it with whoever it is, my, you know, my coach, myself, whatever it is. We've talked about it. Okay, it's in my plan. Cool. I don't feel, I don't feel guilty because that way you can go enjoy the food. You won't be like mentally thinking, oh my God, no, I should stick to my diet because you are sticking to your diet. It's just worked into the plan. So that will, that will first and foremost, let you enjoy yourself actually, and not like be, feel guilty or be conscious of like, oh my God, I should, I really shouldn't be having this food. Like this is bad. Da, da, da. You can actually enjoy yourself, which like, you know, life is about enjoying it. And then after that, you won't feel guilty the next day. And I talked about earlier, you can have a refeed day, but get right back on track. That's how you do it. Like you work it into your plan. You don't feel guilty during and you don't feel guilty after because it's already been worked into the plan. So instead of you waking up saying, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. I went over my calories. This sucks. I didn't stick to my diet. You wake up and say, cool, that was my refeed day. Like, cool. I had a great time. Like, cool. Let's get right, let's, let's get right back on track because you're not sitting there dwelling on the fact that, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. Like, no, like you did it because it was working to the plan. And now you don't wake up the next day and affect the next day because you feel guilty about go, you know, having that quote unquote higher calorie day. You just wake up and say, cool, let's get right back to the plan. Like, so that's a, that's a big benefit I've seen with people is mentally kind of having that, um, not feeling guilty, not feeling like they messed something up, not feeling like they, you know, they failed because nobody wants to fail. Like that's the worst thing ever. You don't feel like you want to fail. You will fail. Like, and I, what I mean by fail is like you will go over your calories some days. You will miss workouts. Like that's okay, but you don't want to wake up feeling like you failed because then that can lead into the next day, the next week, and the next month. I've unfortunately I've seen it happen to so many people. So it's like if you can go into it saying I know I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and I know the next day I'm going to get right back on track. Cool. Like that can again can improve adherence and consistency because you get right back on track. Whereas most people would just say. Oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. Now I feel like shit. And now I, you know, I, I screwed the whole plan up. Now I'm just going to, I'll restart the next week. I'll restart next month or whatever it is. Like instead of just having the one day and then getting right back to what you were doing. So that's a big thing I've seen too. Um, and the, the, the last thing I want to kind of touch on is if, and this is, this is not only for food, but just in general, if your diet is so restrictive where you're always looking for your next cheat day or your next refeed day, your diet is probably fucked up. Like you, you are probably not doing the the best, the quote unquote best diet. Because if you're always looking for the, if you're always looking forward to the cheat day, you're always looking forward towards the weekend or whatever it is. Like 
your diet is not set up correctly because that is not a long-term thing you can you can stick to and adhere to. Like if you're always looking for the next cheat day, your diet's too restrictive. Your, your, your diet is too restrictive and you need to be less restrictive because again, long-term, that's just not going to work. Because you're gonna you're gonna restrict 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 and you're gonna go binge. You're not gonna do it in moderation because you're like, oh, this is my cheat day. Let me go eat whatever the hell I want. You're gonna binge. You're gonna binge. You're gonna restrict restrict. You're gonna binge again. And it's just like this never-ending cycle of you having these quote-unquote cheat days and like always looking forward to them because you can't have it during the week. Like again, I talked about earlier, but first of all, a you should still be able to fit a quote-unquote refeed day into your weekly calorie deficit and still lose weight. But also b like. If we're talking about certain foods, like you should still be able to work in cheeseburgers into your diet and still lose weight. You should still be able to work in, you know, cookies or beer or whatever it is and still lose weight. Obviously, in moderation, you you can't eat like an asshole. But if your diet is so restrictive to the point where, oh, my cheat day, I'm going to have X, Y, and Z food. Like, and that's where, honestly, growing up, following and being in the bodybuilding world, I think that's where a lot of people went wrong and, and, and kind of had a... I don't want to say a bad influence, but uh, but a misperceived influence on the fitness industry and the, and the people who follow because like bodybuilders will you know they'll be like oh my cheat day and it'll be like burgers and fries, but it's like you can still have burgers and fries and still lose weight, but that kind of like psyche of oh cheat day oh burgers and fries like and again like that's different because that individual is four percent body fat stepping on a bodybuilding stage, unless you're doing that. Again, unless you're stepping on a bodybuilding stage at 4% body fat, 3% body fat, that what they do is not what you should do, right? And those are – if you want to do that, that's a whole different route you're going to go down. But if you if you just want to be healthy, if you just want to lose some weight, if you just want to look better, if you, if you want your clothes to fit better, if you want more energy, you probably shouldn't be following the – I don't want to say that. That sounds bad. You should be taking what those people say who are, you know, 4% body fat, who are stepping on body moves, say, just take it with a grain of salt because what they have to do to get to their desired goal is different than what you have to do to get to your desired goal. I like that. I, I, I might clip that or something. Um, but, but yeah, in, in all honesty, how, you should be able to work in these foods that you enjoy and still lose weight. And that's where, again, you get into the, oh, if you if you go on these diets and you're like, oh, my God, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. Somebody had a really, really good uh, example of this. His name is Jared, Jared Hamilton. He's he's a really, really smart guy. But he said, when, when you when you start doing that with foods, like th- think of yourself as a two-liter can of soda bottle. And, you know, when you say, oh, I want this cheeseburger, but I can't have it, you shake that, that two-liter can of soda up. Oh, I want these cookies, but I can't have it. You shake it up even more. And you, you say no to all these foods. You shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. And eventually, when you do end up having cookies or you do end up having a cheeseburger or whatever the food may be for you, when you open that can of soda, a.k.a. when you finally eat the food, it's going to fucking explode all over the place because you shook it up all this time to saying no, no, no. Whereas you could say, oh, okay, like I want a cheeseburger. Let me, let me work. Let me fit this into my calories and work it in in moderation. You just let a little bit of the fizz out of the soda can and then close it back up. Okay, cool. I want a cookie. Cool. Let a little bit of the of the fizz out of the soda can. Close it back up. This way, it's not going overboard. You're not overspilling. You're not exploding the two liter can of soda, all because you kept saying no, no, no. Right. So, that's what's that's one big thing. And I want you to think about if if you are constantly looking for your next cheat day, your next refeed day. Ask yourself that. Like, ask yourself if what you're doing is is a bit probably too restrictive. And it doesn't have to be just food. It could be calories. It could like it could be anything. So. Ask yourself that because 
if you are truly you know, eating in moderation and you are enjoying certain foods, you should still be able to do that in moderation to lose weight. So like a cheat day or a refeed day shouldn't really be necessary. Again, other than the fact that maybe you just want to have a break from the diet. And that's why I don't really, I don't program, like for my clients, I don't program refeed or cheat days. Because again, unless you've been eating 1,100 calories for nine months straight with no deterioration, with with no you know going off track, with weighing out every single piece of food, with never eating out, like you probably don't actually need a refeed day from a physiological standpoint. So like, you know, the the times when you go to work and you have that event, that's probably a refeed day for you. The times when you go out to eat, like that's probably a refeed day for you. Like most of the time. Again, unless you've been 110% consistent with weighing out every single portion of your food and never going out to eat and never going on vacation and never veering off the plan, you probably already have had a bunch of refeed and cheat days and you're probably fine. Like it's not that big of a deal. So uh, yeah, those are my those are my two cents on uh, – that is my two cents on refeed days, cheat days. Again, biggest, biggest takeaway is you can mentally give yourself a break from the diet. That's probably the biggest thing I take away. Physiologically, you probably don't actually need it unless you're sub – five percent body fat but mentally it can help you and um yeah just just ask yourself if you really need it because your diet is so restrictive if your diet's that restrictive maybe think about working in a a different different plan um and so yeah those are my thoughts guys thank you for listening if you have a question if you have a concern if you want to leave um, some feedback and reviews for me that would help me out a ton um other than that i appreciate you more than you know and we will talk soon